Overdrive, the podcast for the terrestrial FM radio program known as Freedom on Deckard on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk, which is an affiliate of Fox News Radio. If you want to check us out in our weekly show on the FM terrestrial dial every Saturday from 1 to 3, just go to freedomondeck.com and that'll show you all the spots to listen to us. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on TuneIn Radio. Or you can just go straight to freedomondeck.com and, of course, all the other video sharing sites that we are a part of, such as BitChute and many more, you can access right through our personal website. So I was just driving home in a massive, massive, what would be leftover rain from the hurricane in Florida out here on Long Island. We have flooded streets heading out east and coming back home Heading out west uh, was a little shady. I thought I wasn't going to make it there for a second. I was foolish enough to take the back roads when it was pouring, and that probably wasn't the best idea. But, you know, I live my life on the edge, so I figured, what the hell, man? We'll see if, uh, you know, typical conservative trying to drive around. No, I don't have a truck. I got a Toyota Avalon 05, and uh, it's actually a good car. So it got me through. So if you hear any, also, if you hear any lightning, you hear any thunder, well, you wouldn't hear the lightning, but you'll hear the thunder. It's still going. I got my windows open. Want a little fresh air in the office, so I left the windows open for that. I wanted to start out with this lawsuit that Donald J. Trump and his lawyers filed against CNN. I don't know if any of you have kept up with this, but uh, the it's it's against liberal media mainly, and CNN is the biggest name on it. It's a lawsuit that's seeking $475 million in putative damages plus another $75 million in compensatory damages filed by former President Donald J. Trump's attorneys on Monday. We still call him the president on Freedom on Deck and FOD Overdrive, just so everybody knows. That's still our president, not the uh, lame duck uh, lying Biden in the White House. This is coming from Donald Trump's lawyers. The plaintiff, President Donald J. Trump, has been a longtime critic of the defendant, Cable News Network Incorporated, CNN. Not because CNN does a bad job in reporting the news, but because CNN seeks to create the news, fake news, as the plaintiff has characterized in a public statement. Beyond simply highlighting any negative information about the plaintiff and ignoring all positive information about him as well. CNN has sought to use its massive influence uh, as a trusted news source, yeah, right, to defame the plaintiff in the minds of the viewers and readers for the purpose of defeating him politically, culminating in CNN claiming credit for getting Trump out in the 2020 presidential election. CNN's campaign of dissuasion in the form of liberal slander against the plaintiff has only escalated in recent months as CNN fears the plaintiff will run for president in 2024. As a part of the concerted effort to fill the political balance to the left, tilt the, excuse me, tilt the political balance to the left, CNN has tried to taint the plaintiff with a series of 
of ever more scandalous, false, and deflammatory labels of racist, Russian lackey, insurrectionist, and ultimately Hitler. These labors are neither these labels are neither hyperbole nor opinion. They are repeatedly reported as true fact with purported factual support by allegedly reputable newscasters acting not merely with reckless disregard for the truth of their statements, but to create malice for Donald Trump and his original campaign. So listen, we're going to... They are doing that, all right? So originally they attacked him because they didn't want him to be president the first time around because they knew that he was the only one that was going to run that maybe would keep, keep some of his promises, which he did. And the second time around, they fear him because they know that the American people are looking at this administration as a comp- complete laughingstock despite the, the actions of CNN to try to defame Donald J. Trump And don't forget, you have mainstream media also attacking Donald J. Trump, social media taking Donald J. Trump down when he was president of the United States of America. I mean, the tilted scale against this man has been really since he put his hat into the ring of political uh, of a political career. And that's been going on for a long time now. Now, in order to prove defamation, Trump's going to have to show that CNN's writers acted with actual malice or reckless disregard of the truth. And I think that's going to be kind of easy for them to do. Don't forget the case with Nick Sandman. Right now, that was settled from CNN, and that was a $275 million defamation lawsuit, and they are paying. Also, I believe it's not... Not here in front of me. I think it was the Washington Post. Um, it may be the New York Slimes, but I think it was the Washington Post that also settled with Nicholas Sandman. We know that they, we know that they attack Trump on a daily basis as much as they can. They attack his family. They attack his supporters. Uh, they attack anything that has the Trump name on it, including including us, the supporters of Donald J. Trump. And even the president comes out and basically says we're a bunch of Nazis that wear the MAGA Republican hat. And if we do that, we're bad people, very dangerous people. Meanwhile, you have people that we don't even know that are coming through the southern border. And uh, some of them, I would assume we know that they are MS-13 gang members, terrorists, and maybe even worse. As you see that all the high crimes that, that we had knocked down... And I can tell you right here on Long Island that the MS-13 was knocked down a few pegs when Donald J. Trump was in office, and now they're up to uh, their astronomical heights again, far beyond what we'd ever expect in two years under Joe Biden. But we have uh, a lot to go back on and check with this lawsuit, and it should clear because we know that the CNN reporters do anything but report. They've been caught multiple times on camera, thanks to Project Veritas, saying that they were attacking Trump with unfounded claims. The one I really remember was the one where the uh, gentleman, and I say that very uh, loosely, the gentleman journalist, uh, the black gentleman with the bald head, I can't even think of, I feel bad, I should have his name in front of me. But they had uh, Project Veritas had had him on camera 
And they said, well, is there any truth behind the collusion with Russia? And he said, no, there's not. There's not any collusion. It was not edited. They like to say that these uh, videos from Project Veritas are all edited. The funny thing is you can go to the site and actually get the full video if you want. So um, we had somebody from CNN basically saying, no, we know that there's no truth to it, but we're going to keep hitting him with it. And they do. And some people believe in this stuff. You could tell them that Donald Trump was actually, uh, you know, a gargoyle dressing himself up as a Republican politician, they believe it. If you told them that if they went outside and picked dog turds and ate them and it would cure them of COVID, they would do it. These people have been so brainwashed. And, you know, the reason being is because that they're told to fear us. That's why. And that comes from CNN. It comes from uh, all the liberal... Uh, mainstream media outlets it comes from social media putting out absolute horrible horrible things not only about donald j trump but about anything that's connected to him including us they uh they love to call us things that we're not i've never gone to a rally that had anything to do with donald j trump that where I felt uncomfortable or I did or it was all white racist. It's just not true. Now is there a different line that we may carry than their side does? Yes, but we never can get into any kind of uh real discussion about the country and the direction we're in because they hate us and they don't want to hear us out. Only because we want to vote for Donald J. Trump. And um, that's gonna that's gonna change because soon you know they're tagging DeSantis now as being a Nazi who's shipping off the immigrants because he's just uh, such a bad guy. He did all, and by the way, he did that to prove a point. I think I think mainly Ron DeSantis did what he did to prove a point and to prove a point to the American people that it's not good enough for them. It falls on our lap, not theirs. When you're talking about, uh, you know, Martha's Vineyard or the Hamptons. I work out in the Hamptons, so I know what it's like. Uh, you can put them in their own little spot in their own community. You drive them past those marble gates, those golden gates, marble floors, and those Hampton mansions, Martha Vineyard mansions. You think they want them around? No, they shipped them out as soon as they got there. We don't have the proper facilities for them. No, you don't. But you have lawns they can mow. This is what <laughs> this is what they think. They're actually exposed. Uh, somebody had made that statement. I think it was uh, somebody inside the media too that had to recant what she said. We already, we already have people to mow our lawns. I mean, really? But these are, this is how liberals think. They're so accepting, aren't they? Yes, they'll take those immigrants as long as they pick their fruit. And uh, mow their lawns, and we don't have any fields for them to work in. I'm, I'm, I don't know exactly what she said, but she, it was on Dana. Dana Lash had made the comment because it was uh, something that one of the lamestream media outlets had posted up on their Twitter and had to immediately take it down because it sounded completely racist. It was something to the effect of, well, we don't have enough fields for them. <laughs> I mean, come on. 
but then they say that we're the racists and we uh, want to um, basically step on the feet and the hands that feed us. We don't appreciate the immigrant dream. Yes, we do. We just want it to be done the right way. And as far as um, Donald J. Trump being the candidate again, I don't know if that's going to happen. If it's not him, it it would be Ron DeSantis or it'd be somebody that uh, it, anyone that's better than this this uh, brainless fool that's in there right now. I mean, my God, he can't walk without getting his foot stuck in his face. I mean, this guy, you can see clearly they try to keep him away from the press as much as they can. And even some of the press are starting to come out against them. So the question will be who's going to be running on the Democrat side. Because I don't think it's going to be Biden. So that's something we have to discuss too. We're coming up on the midterm elections. They're coming. They're around the corner. Really try to pay attention to them. uh, Seeing how we have a show that's heard on the FM dial every Saturday. Not this show. This is the uh, podcast. But every Saturday on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. If you want to go check freedomondeck.com, you find out everything you need to know about the show right there and where you can listen. But, you know, we, we talk about these things in Connecticut, Long Island. How are we getting uh, these liberals out of office? In Connecticut, it amazes me that, we, that this governor that they have in place right now, if, if he wins again, if he is reelected, there is, there is something very wrong going on. Um, they've already found him, uh, basically taking his own funds and, uh, stuffing it into the pockets of his family. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of shenanigans going on right now, um, for Governor Lamont in Connecticut. And I, I really, and the guy running against him who we've have, have had on the show before, Bob Stefanowski, uh, he had a debate with him, uh, last week, about a week. I guess two weeks ago, and, um, you know, he came out swinging, but not as hard as I thought he would, and that was a little disappointing. There's a lot that's going on with the Lamont administration where they're basically funneling money into these fake boards and, and these fake positions that his family is occupying, one of them including his wife, so... Uh, I hope to see some more from Stefanowski swinging a little harder the next time around when they get a debate going there. And and there's other races that we're interested in. I don't think that there's much that's going to move the needle in New York. And there's too many people running, first of all. And every Republican that runs in New York is just a leftist. It's ridiculous. It's worse than Connecticut, believe it or not. And there are a lot of uh, lefty Republicans in Connecticut but amazingly enough, uh, there were some big wins in Connecticut with Trump-backed candidates. A lot of people don't realize, but uh, there were. So we're glad to see that, too. I think the nation is ready to move the needle. Are we going to see cheating again? Are they going to start shutting down polling centers? Are they going? <laughs> These are things that could happen. The same machines are going to be used, right? Now, you can only cheat so much until people finally start looking at it and taking a look into it but how much farther can you look into it we know that they cheated the last time around six polling centers no not six polling centers i'm sorry multiple 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 polling centers in six states that were all going towards donald trump 
were shut down, and then in the morning, all of a sudden, you woke up and Joe Biden won every single one, including Georgia. I'm sorry. Listen, besides the movie from Dinesh D'Souza, besides all the information that came out on uh, some of the writer sites that we, we pay attention to, all I needed to know was what I saw that night and that morning. I knew that they cheated. I mean, it's, it's almost ridiculous to see what they did and think they didn't cheat. It's absolutely astounding to me. You had an economy that was doing good, even though, even though the COVID shenanigans were in place and there was a lot going on, but the economy was doing all right. We weren't in any new wars. We had uh, a GDP that was, going, was actually not stagnant anymore. It was actually going up for a change. We had jobs going through the roof, going through the roof. We weren't running out of countries. We didn't bail on Afghanistan. Look at the country now in two years. It is up, you know what's creek, shit's creek. I can say it here. It's the podcast. It is up shit's creek. Can you imagine without a paddle too? Can you imagine the way we would have looked at it? If you told somebody, listen, in two years, gas prices, grocery prices, all of these. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting. Um, one of our guests who comes in, and he's kind of a political analyst, comes on with us every once in a Excuse me, I just dropped something. Every once in a while uh, from Connecticut, and we discuss the races in Connecticut, and we talk about the economy nationwide. He was talking about how uh, the price of meat, uh, sliced deli meat mainly, uh, there's a lot of prices going up with the butcher, and how much waste there is now because of that. Because more people are staying away from buying as much meat, protein, which you need to have a healthy uh, nation. You got, and some of it, not all, of course, don't eat a lot of red meat. You know, try to stay with chicken and fish and and eat your beef when when you can. But the fact of the matter is we're wasting so much now because of that. And I'll tell you, my own opinion, I get a gallon of milk, and now it's $5, over 5 right now on Long Island, which is ridiculous. But I'll tell you, the date on that milk jug, it is not right because it goes bad so much quicker nowadays. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're not refrigerating it right, if they're putting the wrong date on it intentionally so that they can sell it. But there's so much waste going on right now, and that's because of inflation. And inflation is never good for anyone. Don't let anybody tell you it is. It is not good for poor people. I'll tell you that much. It, it, if, it, if it's good for anybody, it's good for the extremely rich. Keep you in your lane. Keep you out of their community. Keep you in your spot. That's all that's about. So we'll see where this goes. Is Donald Trump going to be the candidate in 2024? I think he's got a pretty good chance. And a lot of people have said, well, I'm concerned about his age. I was concerned about his age last time. But you know what? Donald Trump is still sharp as a tack. And they can say whatever they want about him. The man is still sharp as a tack. And the liberals who hem and haw about how unkempt he is and the way he talks, the language, the tweeting. You know what, though? At least he did it. He talked to the journalists Every day. 
Now, he may have shot back at some of them because they would say something nasty to him and he'd say something nasty back to them. But he got in front of the journalists every single day, whether it was at the White House or in Mar-a-Lago, and he spoke to them. Where, what does Biden do? Anybody even know where he is right now? Is he in the White House? Uh, you know, it's amazing to me when they kicked the doors open at Mar-a-Lago when Donald J. Trump wasn't there and they went through Melania's stuff and we found out they went through uh, Hunter. I was about to say Hunter. No, they protect Hunter. Uh, When they went through Barron's stuff. They go through Barron's stuff. (laughs) Barron, who's 15, I think now, 14, 15. But they protect Hunter Biden. They hide all Hunter Biden's hard drives. What a joke that is. But they kick down the doors in uh, Mar-a-Lago. And it just goes to show you that they're out to get this guy for no reason at all. They didn't find anything. Everything that they found was stuff they already knew about that was cleared. It took it off, uh, basically, by by uh, the president. Uh, took it took it off from a, uh, I don't think anything he took out of the White House was top secret. I know what Hillary did, but he had cleared everything piece and document that he took now they're going and they're taking magazine clippings and news really that's what you guys are doing now it just goes to show you they want to take him down as as much as they want to take him down boy it's amazing to me what happened with those two hard drives with hunter biden pictures and videos of him running around with underage girls some of them scantily clad pictures of him buck naked i think I believe one of the young ladies that he's with was his own niece, which is disgusting, which doesn't surprise me with the Biden family. I mean, look at Joe Biden. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's probably involved uh, with the sex trafficking industry that has a big political influence. Look no further than the Bidens and the Clintons. And I don't care who likes it and doesn't like it. I'm telling you. The Democrat Party is full of pedophiles. Republicans are too, but the Democrat Party is full of them. And that's why they fear anybody else getting into power. That's why when it... You see, when it, when it was Donald Trump that won, they said, Oh my God, we ha- we, I can't believe this happened. Now, if it was Jeb Bush, they wouldn't have cared. They wouldn't have cared. They wouldn't have tried to take Jeb Bush down. Jeb Bush wouldn't be doing anything different than what Joe Biden and Barack Obama were doing. Maybe it would have sounded a little better. Or maybe there would have been some, uh, you know, uh, different coverage. You know, I'm sure that the media would have been a little harder on Jeb Bush, but not not like they were to, to Trump. Of course not. But they would have kept somebody in power that was uh, very influential on the other side, the left side, that would be Jeb Bush. Don't forget, it was the Bushes. They came out against Trump and sat, I'll never forget, when George Sr. passed, George Bush Sr. passed, and George Bush Jr. came over, shook the hand of Barack Obama, embraced Obama's wife, and the other sitting up, you know, the other sitting influences around him and didn't shake Donald Trump's hand and didn't regard Melania. That was done on purpose. 
it was done to shame Donald Trump in front of the world, but I think what it showed me, and maybe should have shown all of you, is that these globalists that have been pushing forward with the NWO agenda, as you know, Agenda 21, and the other numbers that we can throw in there too as well, um, this is the stuff that they've been pushing for a very long time. As a matter of fact, during that day when they were regarding the president's death, he was big. He was one of the first ones to say, we're going to have a new world order. And uh, the fact that these same people are turning against or didn't never had the back of, of Donald J. Trump proves everything that you need to know about why he's good for the country and they are not. There's a lot to go. There's, there's the midterms. We're going to get through all that, and then eventually we will come close to 2024, and we'll, we'll see where we're at at that point. Like I said, he's still as sharp as a tack. If, if I notice anything slipping, I would be the first one to tell you because I say what I say. I'm the, I, I have never, ever gotten the way of the truth when it comes to anybody that we cover, and if it happened to Trump, I would tell you. But it hasn't. Uh, he's still sharp as a tack. Joe Biden is not. Joe Biden looks like he can't tie his own shoes. I'm sorry. The other day, he it was like he started to nod off when he was speaking. I forgot exactly what it what, what they were talking about, but the man just doesn't seem to know where he is. And I don't think he'll be running. Uh, that time around will be I don't think he's going to make it the four years that uh, that they cheated for him to get put into office. I was about to say that he won. I don't I, I still don't believe he won. So I'm not going to say all that. But um, will he get those four years? I don't think so. It, it's almost to the point where you see the media is starting to set him up in a way. And it would be. Well, he's not doing so great. He's tired. We're going to get him out of there. Who would they throw in? They've talked about Gavin Newsom. God, I mean, you know who he reminds... And he's Pelosi's nephew. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of the killer that Christian Bale played in American Psycho. He looks just like him. The smile, the, the slick back greasy hair, that look in his eye. He's scary. He's scary. And, uh... And I think he he probably could be their their pick. Who else? Uh, I don't know. Everybody keeps saying, "Well, it's gonna eventually they're gonna have to come towards someone like a Pete Buttigieg or a Cory Booker." Why? What? What? Because they're gay? That's the point. You know, I'll tell it. And and for the lefties out there listening. Pete Buttigieg, when his response to the high prices of gas for hard-working families, well, they're going to have to get an electric car. I mean, how... Uh, <laughs> first of all, how arrogant is that? Secondly, you know, that it, it just shows you that he can't... He can't identify with the American people. It's just not there. He's been in politics his whole life. He's an extreme leftist. Um, he's, he's a, uh, you know, very funny-looking... And he's got that mouse look to his face and his significant... Can you imagine a gay white house? I don't know. I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but uh, 
for me, it's just, uh, I, it better not be him. At least get a gay conservative in there. I wouldn't mind. That wouldn't bother me. We've had many a gay conservative as guests on this show, and we love them all. Um, all right, so that's going to wrap it up, guys. Just a quick one today with a quick topic for you. Make sure you go and check us out, freedomondeck.com. Gives you all the links to where you can hear us on Saturdays. It's our FM terrestrial radio program. It's a Fox News affiliate. Heard in uh, Connecticut, Long Island, and Rhode Island. Called Freedom on Deck. This is FOD Overdrive. I'm Chet Martin. Thanks for being with me this weekend. We'll chit-chat a little more next week. Thank you. God bless America.